0: been feeling a lot better I have very bad anxiety and depression and um, yeah I finally was feeling good and making stuff I felt like at a better pace and I was just like you know it'll be cutting it close but I can do it Mm -hmm. and then yeah it just all gets taken away (laughs) and you know I mean I messed up. you know like I taught a lot of extra classes to have money to buy art supplies I missed out on things with friends to stay home and make stuff um you know like one of my friends recently moved away and like one of the last dinners that they had before they left like I wasn't you know I didn't go to because I was just like I really need to stay home and make stuff I've already been out too much
1: Welcome back to Sustaining Craft. I am your host Elizabeth Silverstein and Sustaining Craft is the podcast all about the stories of those making some of all their income from their art or craft. And I have with me today Hannah Genevieve Lawrence. She has strands textiles and she is a macrame artist. Hannah, can you explain more about what that is and what you do? Hi, Elizabeth. Um I um
0: yeah, so I do macrame and um, it's basically like an old school uh, series of knots and, you know, kind of making it in my own personal way. I actually majored in textile art in college. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm so bad at talking about what
1: I do. Um, Isn't okay. right, it? Like, I can kind of lead you. I, I can lead you through that. So, um, okay. so first off, yeah. uh, so textile. What's a textile?
0: So textiles are basically um, any form of fabric.
1: Okay, and you so, use you kind of use more ropes than anything else, or? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, yeah, that's kind of been my um,
0: preferred medium lately. I do. Use a lot of rope. I've been using um, some wool roving, okay. which is basically um, carded wool, so it's been cleaned out and dyed, mm-hmm. and um, it's basically what yarn looks like before you spin it.
1: Oh, uh, so okay. So then, what you do is you do uh, knots to develop basically an image with your text yeah. okay yeah and a lot of times it's like
0: um i work a lot with repeat patterns and different things like that um and then to with um the macrame knot you can knot different like things into them mm-hmm. so the show that i was actually had planned on doing at thea i was collaborating with um chris swasta a local potter and he made a bunch of pieces that I was a bunch of ceramic pieces that I was going to macrame into
1: wall hangings and different stuff. Oh wow okay yeah. I, that's so fascinating. So you've been you came to Little Rock when? When did you <sighs> first run? Um about I'm trying to
0: think um probably about two or three years ago or no it's only been two Yeah.
1: Okay, I think we arrived in <laughs> the terribly sometime. long. <laughs> yeah, 2018. That's when I came too. Um, yeah, I
0: was thinking we came here around the
1: same time. Yeah, um, and so you've just been gradually building your work since then, and the community seems to really love it, and you've had some really great positive feedback. And I know. Uh, so what have you been doing that led you to the moment at Thea? Because you've been teaching classes, you've been getting your name out there. How did you get to Thea? Uh, and for, and real quick, explain what Thea found the Thea Foundation is too. Okay,
0: so Thea Foundation is an amazing local nonprofit, and they raise money to, or they um, yeah, raise money and assist with um, furthering art education, whether that's in schools for students or for teachers. So and they do scholarships for aspiring artists and. Um, and they also do writing and all kinds of writing scholarships. So it's like a you know, it's not just um, like visual art. Mm-hmm. It's writing and dance and all kinds of cool, and fashion design.
1: All of the arts and yeah, all the fun creative things. Yeah. <laughs> and so and explain how you were building building your business too. So you started doing classes, I know what else what else were you doing?
0: Well, actually when I first, moved here um one of the first places i worked was electric Ghost. um mm-hmm. now it's a uh, phantom palm i was working in the plant part up front okay. and you know you can only water the plant so many times yeah. um, <laughs> so i started making plant hangers while i was there i wanted some more plants in me and my husband's apartment and he was just like we'll just make some plant hangers because we don't have any more room. He's, and he's just like, you can't get another plant until you make a plant hanger. <laughs> so it was a kind of challenge accepted situation. Yeah. And
1: <laughs> 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 Gonna get those
0: plants. So I made them for myself, but then I actually, um, the owners uh, Brooks and Shannon, they both really liked them and I started selling them in the store. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so I started doing that. And then Valerie at South Main Creative, um, to start uh she really wanted me to do classes and I was very nervous about it and she bugged me for a (laughs) month and I finally um caved and they've actually like a lot of my classes have sold out they've been really fun um Mm -hmm. I also did classes I did like a couple
1: I did one class with the ghost first and then south main creative but Mm -hmm. um I'm trying to think and I've been teaching classes um with Brandy at Bella Vita and those have been so fun mm-hmm. her space is just gorgeous over there yeah that's Brandy McNair yeah, um, yeah. I love Brandy
0: she's yeah. so great um uh, yeah. and I've taught classes at Zigzag studios um, that uh Jeannie Guthrie runs it's mm-hmm. a kids art studio place nice
1: well and okay. then I'm oh, sorry, sorry. No, I was just going because it's, I'm sure part of the appeal to it, too, is that it's functional art. You get to make something beautiful, but also it gets to do something in your home, which is also oh, really yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, for
0: sure. I think that's, you know, for people that aren't super into buying art, um, yeah, I think if they see that it has a purpose, like, it kind of leads more into, you know, like, the first steps of buying something from someone local you yeah. know, local
1: art. Yeah. Um, uh, but you were doing classes at zigzag, and then, and and what else were you doing?
0: Oh, um, I did uh, the arts fest in Conway. Um, I, uh, yeah, they set me up with a big table and basically anyone could come and do macrame and they gave me some volunteers to help. And that was so cool. It was like people of all ages, like little kids and their parents and, camp with um Nicole Boddington okay. it's a it's this really cool women's retreat that she does and um I actually had never taught a class that big before it was like about 20 people and that that was really cool because we were in this gorgeous cabin in the Ozarks and doing macrame by these big windows and
1: it was so nice <laughs> yeah that's awesome and so, how did the Thea uh, exhibit come about, and and why with Chris?
0: Well, um, Amanda Severs, um, she's been picking a lot of the artists for this year's lineup, mm-hmm. and she actually, I I love Chris's pottery, and mm-hmm. you know we I've bought some of his pieces before,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. You know, we had kind of casually mentioned collaborating, but mm. Amanda's the one that put us
1: together. Okay. Yeah, he's very talented and probably the most prolific um, artist I've I've met who does pottery. Like his, the way, I don't understand how he makes so many pieces in such a short amount of time. It is astounding.
0: Yes, he, yeah, it, it was honestly a little bit intimidating at first because I was just like, you know, I am not as prolific as you. I will try my best, <laughs> but you know, like I, I, can't keep up
1: with that pace. but oh,
0: it I, actually yeah. kind of pushed me to make more work and everything. But yeah, definitely not as prolific.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, most people are. I think most people are a little bit, a little bit slower. Yeah. But it's a, it's a skill that he has that is, is really quite remarkable. Um, so you were put together. You had this, this, uh art exhibit coming up. You're going to weave your, literally weave your, both, both of your work together in this, this beautiful way. And then a pandemic hits. So talk me through that and and what that experience was like and, and how the exhibit got canceled. Um,
0: so yeah. So, you know, I mean, a few weeks beforehand, um, my boss was telling me, he's just like, you know, no one's going to, like, with all the stuff going on, no one's gonna come to your show, and I was just like, it's not gonna be a big deal, it's gonna be fine, mm. <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm trying to think, you know, they, uh,
1: it's hard, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, I I get it. it huh? No, I, yeah, I get it, it's, um, because it, it also feels like a moment where you're, you're starting to make it, right? You've, you've been doing all this work. You've been teaching all these classes. You've been, you know, really pouring yourself into it. And you get this beautiful moment to really have a, a huge, huge exhibit at the Thea Foundation. And then it just gets taken away.
0: Yeah. Like we had, Amanda had asked us about five months ago. So, and I wasn't in the best headspace when she first asked us. And I recently have been feeling a lot better. I have very bad anxiety and depression. And, um, yeah, I finally was feeling good and making stuff I felt like at a better pace. And I was just like, you know, it'll be cutting it close, but I can do it. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, it just all gets taken away. (laughs) And, you know, I mean, I messed up, you know, like I taught a lot of extra classes to have money to buy art supplies. I missed out on things with friends to stay home and make stuff. Um, you know, like, one of my friends recently moved away, and, like, one of the last dinners that they had before they left, like, I wasn't, you know, I didn't go to because I was just like, I really need to stay home and make stuff. I've already been out too much this week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it makes me a little bit sad that I, I miss stuff like that, you know?
1: Yeah, that sacrifice for yeah. for this.
0: And, and then that Nothing came to fruition. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you know, we're still going to try to do something. They're actually going to postpone the show till February 2021. 20, okay. So, but still, you know, that's a long time for hours of work that, you know... um, Yeah, getting paid for hours of work, so... Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: But I think we're going to try to do an online sale, but it's also... We are trying to
1: figure that out and
0: navigate how we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. It's
1: just a strange time. <laughs> it is. It is a strange time. So there's there's the disappointment. I mean, that's a profound disappointment. It, it absolutely is. Pouring your heart and soul into something and now it's just it's gone. For right now, it's going to come back, but for right now, it's gone. And but you still have some. You still have some diversified income, right? You you have a a. I think your hours were 10 to 5. You have another job that you do?
0: Yes. I um, I work at M2 Gallery. Okay. And I'm their assistant gallery director.
1: Okay. So you have that. So that helps. But I know a lot of artists are pretty hard hit at this time, you know, whether yes. a show is getting taken oh, away or...
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the loss like, of... M2. Especially,
0: yeah, full-time artists. And I mean, you know, that's who, like a lot of the artists that we have at M2... Um, you know, that's, that's a big chunk of their income that they're also missing out on. And um, Mac had planned on having, you know, like the next upcoming show,
1: and now, you know, it's kind of having to recalibrate that, So mm-hmm. people probably won't come in. Right. And for now, the gallery is staying open?
0: Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, we're by appointment only. Okay. Um, but, yeah, but people are More than welcome to uh, call gallery, and you know we'll we can let them in. And but we've got enough of a uh, backlog of framing orders that we've got that to keep us busy for a while. Okay, great. So yeah, Yeah. so we do custom framing too. So yeah, and um, we've been uh, picking up and dropping off framing orders.
1: And so what's the best way to support the gallery? Is it to continue doing those framing orders, call and make an appointment if someone wants to buy art? What are some of the other things that they could do to support the gallery? Um, yeah, absolutely. If there's some art
0: you've been interested in, contact us. Or you know, we can FaceTime and show you some different pieces. And. You know yeah those framing orders yeah if you've got if you're like looking around your house right now and it's just like i really need to do something with that wall we can Mm -hmm. accommodate um you know taking some of your art and framing it and Mm -hmm. yeah and anything like that and we could also
1: absolutely do uh gift cards and you know different
0: things like that i know a lot of people are buying gift cards right now and that's Mm -hmm. a huge help
1: And how can people help you with your, with Strand's textiles too? What are some ways that people can support you right now in, in, with your macrame? Yes.
0: Um, I actually am planning on, um, putting all my available pieces online and pricing them. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, just buying that work would be really great right now. Mm -hmm. Um, That would help a lot
1: yeah and the best way to find out about that um because by the time this goes up that might not be available yet but should they follow you on instagram what's the best way for them to reach you and see and get this um
0: instagram would be lovely yes it's um at at, at hannah.jenefes
1: and And, um Sorry, I was just gonna say I'll link that in the description yeah. box so people can, can pop in over, give you a follow, give you a like, and well, stay tuned. You. Yeah, absolutely. And
0: then if you want to avoid all my cat pictures, mm-hmm. I've got a hashtag that's just Strands Textiles where you can look through all my work oh. really
1: quickly. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> but you know, cat pictures, nothing. Wrong. And you got—I I
0: mean, I like them, but i don't care how everybody else.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> and a new addition to your family—you just brought home a puppy, so there's going to be some dog photos too
0: yes yeah his name's uh fuzz aldrin he's very cute <laughs> he's a cute. good studio dog he just lays by my feet while i'm working
1: oh very cute oh that's yeah cute. <laughs> but, and
0: after all this craziness
1: May, he may be calling you about a couple of things. <laughs> uh, yeah, just let me know. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I think it, someone tagged me in your your advice. But yeah, just get that that jogging leash and the and a front yeah. front clip harness if you want your dog next to you. A back clip if you don't mind if he's charging ahead. Um, it's just he's small, so he he won't pull you pull you down. But yeah, um, yeah that all works. And then definitely training for uh because uh, I'm a dog trainer too. Yeah, training for the. Um, for that little terrier brain cuz I've got a I've got a terrier as well and training is really gets them tired and gets them thinking and use that stubborn little smart brain to a good use. <laughs> yeah, he's a very smart dog,
0: but yeah, yeah.
1: also very stubborn. <laughs> yeah, well terriers are just um they're bred to do difficult jobs on their own and and that's what they like to do. <laughs> oh. are <laughs> yeah. like I'm going to do it. I don't care what you say. It's like, "All right, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> but oh well he's super cute he actually looks a lot like my dog um, little little fluffy black dude um, so those will be uh, yeah check out her Instagram for those photos cat photos macrame photos and yeah anything else where else can people find you Instagram's the best best spot right now Yeah. okay perfect um, well, this has been uh, Sustaining Craft, a project of human world writing with your host, Elizabeth Silverstein. My guest today, Hannah Genevieve Lawrence of Strands Textile. Find her on Instagram at hannah.genevieve and I'll link that below. Um, the music for the podcast is provided by Jim Chiago of Seven, Seven, 7 Second Chance on Spotify and iTunes and after the pandemic resides, he's going to be on No as Around Denver as Nomad Neighbors. Um, and then we're just gonna keep an eye on everything, I think. But Hannah, before we sign off completely, what is a hope that you have when you get to the other side of, when we all get to the other side of this pandemic, the coronavirus? You know,
0: um, with working on my show, I kind of, I, I realized how much I had been isolating myself. And I just really, I just really want to connect with like friends and family more. That's honestly what I'm looking forward to the most.